everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Drinking Around Disney. My name is Cody. Joining me, as always, is my heroic co-host, Ross. Hi. And this is episode number 38. And if you can't tell by the wonderful intro there, this is going to be a Marvel-themed episode. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Hey, y'all just had a WandaVision-themed episode. This is different because in just a couple of days, Avengers Campus will be opening up at Disneyland. And uh, we... We're going to talk about the history of Marvel and Disney parks, which is going to be a fun dive into everything. Um, but before we get there, we have exciting news for our podcast tonight. We have our first ever original. original thank you. I was like custom, but I couldn't. <laughs> We're back to recording two a days, so we just had another drink earlier, but it's fine. Our first ever original cocktail made by Mr. Ross. So, Ross, tell us uh, what's in this, what's the drink is. Where to find it, which, LOL, <laughs> how to make it, and what was your inspiration behind this? Okay, um, so the drink that we're drinking today, um, I've dubbed it the Harkness. Um, the inspiration behind it is behind um, Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. Um, deep, quickly became one of my like favorite characters, especially when she, um, spoilers, 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 turned out to be the big bad in WandaVision. Um, I thought her character was cool. Um, so this is a purple drink-inspired uh, cocktail. Um, to make it, you'll need vodka, cranberry juice, blue curacao, grenadine. Um, take a glass, fill it up with ice. You're going to pour in one ounce of grenadine, two ounces of blue curacao, um, three ounces of cranberry juice, and then four ounces of vodka. Then give it a nice stir for about 15 seconds, um, and then it's good to go. Uh, Cody likes his with a little bit less blue curacao. Um, so you can tweak that a little bit. Um, but yeah, as far as where to find it, um, you have to come see me. <laughs> or, you know, huge chance of the podcast, Disney Imagineers will listen to this and make a drink about it that's in Avengers Campus. Exactly. I'm hoping so. I looked at their menu because that's what I wanted to do for this episode is find one. Good luck finding them. I couldn't find the menu anywhere. I yeah, I couldn't find I couldn't find a full menu. I could only find like um, news article pieces where they people have sampled some of the menu. It's like the giant pretzel and yeah. all that stuff. The giant giant pretzel, the chicken sandwich, which is like a huge fried chicken sandwich with a tiny bun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then like the alcoholic drinks, that, there was ones like a, a soda supposed to be like off, off of the Hulk or something. Mm. Um, and then I can't remember what the other one was, but none of them really appealed to me. So, so let, let's try our own. Whew. All right, Cody, you go first. I don't like it. I'm going to drink it. Because <laughs> this is the theme of the podcast and whatnot. I'm not a fan. I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, it's one of those things where like it's not those people you meet where you're like I don't know why I don't like you I just don't, but I just don't, don't like you this is with this drink which yeah. it's in taste testing earlier we had too much grenadine like you were saying and it tasted like cough syrup. syrup yeah and the thick consistency like NyQuil and I was like huh then Ross had to freak out yeah. like, I just wasn't like this last night what's going on and <laughs> mix it together and fix it um, but um, but no it's good I just don't like it okay um, this is a take of the like the there's a drink called the Purple People Eater. It's got the same exact ingredients. Um, the only difference is they add sweet and sour mix. I didn't want them to add sweet and sour mix because to me that would make it too sweet. Um, so we left that out. Um, but yeah, I say probably tweak. Um, maybe I know we do two ounces of blue curacao because we're making a double. 
Um, so normally you would do two ounces of vodka, um, ounce and a half of uh, cranberry juice, one ounce of blue curacao, and then a half ounce of grenadine. Um, since we doubled everything, uh, you could play with the blue curacao. To me, it's not as thick as what it was. Good God, it was a little thick, so we tweaked that a little bit. Um, down so it, to me I like it it's good it reminds me of some of like the cocktails that were popular back when we were in college um, a little bit but it's not a drink that I will make and drink every week right like there's been several drinks we've made like you know the Tennessee Lemonade or the mm-hmm. Celebrate Salvation or the now, those are like those are always in the repertoire right like, I'm ready to make <laughs> those anytime those are good and those you know those are nice drinks whatever this one it's you gotta be in a mood to have it. Yeah, and I don't think it'd ever be in the mood, mood to have it. It's like for me pulling from the Boston Bruins. Like <laughs> I just don't think I'd ever be able to do it. Like I don't like if it was the Boston Bruins versus Russia in the nineteen eighty something Olympics, I don't know if I could have done the whole miracle thing. <laughs> Been real tough. Um, but anyway. <laughs> um but yeah, so as I mentioned about four minutes ago, for those with short term memory loss like Dory. Um <laughs> Avengers Campus is opening up in three days. Excited. I know. That's three 24-hour periods from now. <laughs> if you are in a place where hurricanes exist, you will be in a hurricane warning because it's three days out. <laughs> if Avengers, Avengers Campus was a thing. I just lost half the Midwest with that statement, but that's okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> y'all start naming blizzards and stuff, so good on y'all. Um, but, yeah. So, But before we get to Avengers Campus... There's a whole lot more Avengers stuff in parks, like in the backstory. Yep. So today we thought we'd go over some of it and talk about it, and maybe you know, you know, we talked about it before, but there's a whole Marvel theme park universe yeah. that exists, and it runs concurrently to the MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe. For those of you that's been under a rock for the past ten years, <laughs> but um. 10 years? Like 15 years. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I was in high school when Iron Man came out. It was like 2007, 2008. Oh my God. Yeah. You were like, what, a freshman? Uh, I graduated <laughs> in 2009. Uh, so, <laughs> you're a freshman. Um, so, yeah. So, there's actually a Marvel theme park universe that runs apart, and it actually diverges at a very important spot in the MCU story. And we'll get to that in a few minutes. But, um,. Yeah, so before we talk about Disney with uh, um, theme parks, we should go back to a time when Marvel was bankrupt. (laughs) A simpler time. Which is baffling to think of at this point, that at some point in time, Marvel was bankrupt. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm like, at one point in time, Marvel didn't have money? How? How? Right? I just, I guess it's because, like, I mean... Yeah, I just don't. It's hard to believe, like wrap my head around that statement that at some point in time, Marvel was like having trouble keeping the lights on, buying pencils and paper for the for the artists, um, and so like, yes, I, I now in the world that we live in, you can definitely t- like, especially like the young kids that have grown up like with these movies. You tell them that they're like, "There's no way, this isn't possible." Just like you're like, there used to be a way we watched movies was like tape. Not a disc. <laughs> I remember that time when uh, you you know were trying to be fancy and slid in the second base and snapped your leg. We watched it was third. third <laughs> we watched um, a patch of the future on three VHSs. It was like, oh man, God, those were the days. I don't think I could find a VCR now if I tried. <laughs> but it was fun. Really bad pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, <laughs> um, so in 1994, Marvel was you know panicking. They were like, "Oh my god, we got to start selling stuff off." So they started selling off rights to their comics piece by piece by piece by piece by piece. That's why Sony has Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox had, you know, the Fantastic X-Men Four. universe and yep. Fantastic Four. Yep. I think Universal had Hulk. Yeah. Um, so they were just selling off stuff out of the spitter, trying to keep afloat. And part of that was theme park rides. Mm-hmm. So Universal Studios in Orlando came up to them and was like, hey, look, we want to have Marvel, um, a Marvel Universe be our second gate. And we talked about second gates before. You know, when you say a gate, it's like a theme park. So... Magic or Disney World Resort has four gates. It has mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. Hopefully, when there'll be a fifth gate, that will be Marvel Land, but <laughs> I doubt it. Um, so they wanted this to be their second gate. They went up to Marvel and was like, "Hey, what can we buy from you?" So they're like, "Hey, we need money." <laughs> <laughs> so they actually bought um, the rights to several Marvel characters in perpetuity. <laughs> Alrighty, so it's indefinite, but the um, the issue is they keep making payments. So there's no like, I, there's probably a re up fee or whatever every year, but mm-hmm. it's not like they go renegotiate every year, right? And um, which is smart on the parks uh, perspective because if they have to renegotiate every year, that fee is just going to keep growing and growing and growing potentially, and then they would potentially lose it and have to pull them out, right? So there's also a line in there, the contract, that it's um, it remains in perpetuity unless Universal decides to close down the park, like the okay. Marvel part of the park, um, stop making payments for property. So we right. were saying, like, you know, stop making their yearly payments or whatever. Or if Marvel says, like, hey, you're ruining our brand, Ooh. so we're going to back out of it. Oh, yeah. okay. So... If you notice, that's why Universal always has new Marvel stuff going on. Because they're scared that, like, you know, Marvel's like, hey, y'all haven't made a new Spider-Man breakfast in two years. The Hulk roller coaster is falling apart. Mm-hmm. We're taking their name stuff back. Yeah. However, the catch of this is that um, the it only affected east of the Mississippi River. Okay. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I don't know when Mar- when Universal Hollywood opened because that's not a Universal podcast. <laughs> but um, they only applied to Universal Orlando or any parks they build east of the Mississippi River. Okay. Which is also a very weird because yeah. it's not in the middle of the country. Like I, this is an aside as y'all are probably used to me doing. It's like Hardee's and Carl's Juniors for you. Yeah. Everybody who knows what one of the two of them are. They're owned by the same people. East of the Mississippi River, it's Hardee's. West, it's Carl's Jr. Also, yeah, I've never had a Carl's Jr. And I'm going to Vegas in August. I'm going to try, I might try a Carl's Jr. burger. See how that is. 99% sure it's going to be the exact same thing as a Hardee's <laughs> burger. But, but as the kids say, go off, King. Go uh, <laughs> um, So, yeah, they used the Mississippi River. So, Universal you know, was happy and they were going to build it as a, as another theme park, but it ended up being the islands of adventure. Mm-hmm. So they never actually made it a Marvel theme park, which I've never been to islands of adventure. You might want to talk about that for a second. Um, I like it. Um, so I've done like the whole crawl coaster is really cool. Um, it's really fast. Uh, it's got a great takeoff speed. Um, but also they've got, um, there's, there's like a little, like they've got their Marvel little section in islands of adventure where, um, 
you'll walk around, you'll turn like a corner or something, and then you'll see like the old school like comic book stores. So they've got like stores and stuff and merchandise, and then you've got like characters um, and and signs, designs where they're like coming out of like the wall and the window and stuff. And I think you can get photos with uh, Captain America, um, or at least when I was there, Captain America, Spider Man. Um, and then there's some other characters that you can get pictures of. Um, Dr. Doom has his, um, own drop zone. Um, but it's real, the style of like the art and stuff in the stores and on the outside does look a little dated. Um, it does remind me of like the 90s. Um, because I think I went there as a kid in the early 2000s, like 2002, 2003. And then it's not changed since I went there, like, uh, I think three or four years ago. Um, they've not done too many, like, graphic updates. Um, so it's the facility, it does look a little dated. Yeah. And um, I think that's at the point where Marvel Marvel can back out, but they've got to have a legitimate reason, reason. why yeah. they're backing out. And so if I'm, if I'm Disney at this point, which we'll, I'll, I'll get that in a minute. It's okay. I'll catch up. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. This heartness. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to do a champ. But, so Universal Orlando currently has four attractions in use based on properties. Okay. So, do you want to guess what they are? No. Okay. <laughs> Thought I'd give you a shot. It's the Avengers, the X-Men, Spider-Man, and Fantastic Four. Okay. So, east of the Mississippi River, Disney cannot use anyone who was a part of the Avengers. <laughs> cannot use anyone who was a part of... X Men, Spider Man, or the Fantastic Four. G- Jesus. Right. So if you're Marvel fans, which I'm assuming you are listening to this podcast, that's a 99% chunk of the whole MC. God. Um, other than that, Disney can use whatever Marvel property they want to in any part, which is how Guardians is having a ride at Disney World now. Because yeah. they're not part of the Avengers, X Men, Fantastic Four, or Spider Man. They team up with them and everything. Yeah. Um, so here's a fun. Man, that Avengers list is huge. <laughs> right? Um, here's a fun one. There, in 2016, Disney World had an event, had a MCU meet and greet. Hmm. Okay. Guess who it was? It was someone who we've seen before, we know and love. Stanley? No. It was a character. Oh, character. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Stanley is a character. Right. Um, uh, Spider-Man? No. It was Doctor Strange. Oh. So Doctor Strange does not fall into any of the four that things. Huh. And it was really cool when they did it. It was in Hollywood Studios back when they had the Streets of America, I think mm-hmm. it was called. You'd walk down and you'd buy this little, like, this, in the little uh, newspaper boxes and on like flyers on the flight poles. It would just say, like, you know, learn how to do magic, come to this time, like at this address at this time. So you'd actually find the address <laughs> in the place and you go in there and it was a Doctor Strange meet and greet, like a little Doctor Strange show. Oh, it was like cool. a little hidden kind of secret thing. Oh, I love that. And it tied in to the actual um, movie because he's technically, from what I understand, Universal pushed back on this a little bit, mm-hmm. but Marvel and, their, and Disney and their lawyers like, hey, he's a standalone character. Yeah. And so they want it. Um, Captain Marvel yep. is technically in the uh, in the Avengers. Yeah. And they can't really market it because she has the name Marvel, Marvel in her name. 
So you can meet her at Disneyland and other Disney parks. You just can't meet her at Disney World. Yeah. So it looks like the only Avengers, only MCU people you'll be able to meet in Disney World for the foreseeable future is Guardians of the Galaxy and I guess Doctor Strange, Strange if he yeah. comes back. Um, I'm not. I'm not a fan of uh, Captain Marvel um, because I'm a. Fan, I'm, I like Shazam, and if you know like, anything about DC Comics, Shazam started as. Um, uh, as as Captain Marvel, so <laughs> he was like the first one. So like, literally, they created him around the same time frame, and the naming rights got dropped for Shazam, and then Marvel went in and bought it. Um, so now Shazam has to be called Shazam. <laughs> was it the first time he was Captain Marvel? Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So DC DC sat back and let it lapse, just like they're doing with all of their movies. That's why you don't let trademarks lapse, boys and girls. <laughs> um, but somehow they will buy it. <laughs> That's why our website is on permanent, like, renew on my credit card. <laughs> pay that $5 for years and we'll steal it from us. Um, but, anyway, so another person who can never go to Disney World is Black Panther. Because they've decided that his roots are deep enough in, mm-hmm. you know, um, Avengers. Sure. And I guess Fantastic Four. Which I don't read comics, so, okay. <laughs> huh, okay. But... He can't be used. So I know what we were talking about earlier. I was an episode of Talk with Friends about them building the Wakanda theme yeah. park. That can never happen. Dang. Okay. Well, fudge ruckers. <laughs> so, womp womp. <laughs> um, you know, I know you're thinking, but Cody, when we go to Disney, I said thinking instead of thinking because I'm Southern <laughs> and I'm half drunk with this hardness and the rotten apple earlier. But, um, I know what you're thinking. You're just like, hey, there's, we, we go see advertisements all the time. Like, you know, coming soon, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Right. Or Captain Marvel 3, The Marvelous Oops. Adventure Continues. <laughs> um, but that's advertising. So that's different. Yeah. So they can actually use advertising as not a theme park ride. Gotcha. Um, so west of the Mississippi River is, is free game, basically. You okay. just can't use the word Marvel in it. Which is oh. why Avengers Campus is going, it's called Avengers Campus and okay. not Marvel Land or whatever. Um, so yeah, like they can't, they have to keep them like in theme with the IP. Um, they can't, you know, they can't use the word Marvel as part of the attraction or marketing. This is why, you know, Disneyland Superhero HQ is the name for the meet and greet. And that's why back in the day it was. Uh, the superheroes half marathon weekend is a Marvel themed race. Gotcha. But as I look at the middle, it says it. <laughs> but it was not. They couldn't use the word like a Marvel race. Gotcha. Um, which is also I was real bummed. Like our old run Disney episode said, these people run Disney races east and west mm-hmm. coast. Mm-hmm. And there was a Star Wars one that was a light side on the west coast and dark side on the east coast. Uh, and I was really hoping one day they would do a Marvel one like that, like because it was right when Civil War came out. It began oh, to be so cool to have a Captain cool. America one on one coast and Iron Man on the other coast. But they can't do that. Thanks, Universal. <laughs> um, Ruining everything. God. Harry Potter, what else do you want? <laughs> um, and so Universal, go back to Universal real quick. They have the right to change and or update Marvel Superhero Island. As long as they want to. <laughs> Sorry. I heard t- talking outside my window trying to figure out who it was. <laughs> um, so Marvel can reject stuff, but it okay. has to be because it's like a bad storyline or, you know, that doesn't look right or whatever. Okay. Something detrimental. 
Um, right. So, I mean, they can't... Universal can't be like, we want to make Spider-Man purple and make him shoot lasers out of his hands. And <laughs> then Marvel can be like, hey, yeah, you're done. <laughs> we will take that back. <laughs> Come into the Disney World, Marvel land. <laughs> so, Universal, if you're listening, that's what you should do. <laughs> right. Um, and so, it's kind of one of those things to where a lot of people think that it, they could end up doing like a partnership where Universal like, look, we'll let you have some of the characters and you can pay us to use them, which is dumb because you're paying yourself for characters that you yeah. own, but whatever. Um, and you could do stuff like that. However, we've talked about this before, there's been a point in history where Disney and Universal had a trade. Oh. Do you remember us talking about that? Well, since I'm one of the people with short-term memory loss, I do not. <laughs> So, this is going to start to take place forever ago, way, way back when Walt Disney was still alive and young and inspiring and full of hope. <laughs> he used, he worked for Universal. Okay. Like, he, you know, he drew Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Ah. And if you're familiar with the Walt Disney story, I'm not going to dig too deep into it, but he got screwed by Universal. They hired away all of his people. they like, hey, we own this. Sent him back home on a train. On that train, he drew Mickey Mouse, and the rest is history, as they say. Yep. But Universal owned Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Okay. Up until like recently. This point, yeah. So Disney owns ABC, and ABC had a very popular program called Monday Night Football. This would be a good one for the guys over here. You don't know about sports. I know. Because they don't know about sports. That's right. <laughs> um, that's a nice, nice shot there. <laughs> shot across the bow there. But, um,. Yeah, so Universal, which owns NBC and Comcast and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Well, I guess Comcast owns Universal and NBC, yeah. but they're, they're family. They're synergy. <laughs> they wanted to do Sunday Night Football. Mm. And that we want a commentator. Who can we get? You're a football fan. Who did uh, Monday Night Football have as commentators for the longest time? Uh, John Madden. Yes. And uh, what was his name? What's the other guy's name? I don't remember the guy's name. Al, Al Michaels. Michaels. That's it. Yep. So... Disney saw an opportunity. They're like, hey, we have two world-class, probably the best in the world, football God, announcers. I miss John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> you need some football announcers. However, we want our property back. <laughs> we want Oswald Lucky Rabbit. So Universal's like, deal. So they actually traded the rights to John Madden and Al Michaels for Oswald the Lucky Rabbit and all this stuff went with them. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a little sports tidbit for you folks. But, um, yeah, so they've traded before in the past. So here's the here's what we'll get to this one before we jump into other theme parks. What does Disney own now that you think Universal would want? Uh, the Simpsons. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that to me, that's probably one of the biggest surprises that 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 hasn't happened yet because Universal, um, Universal Studios has a whole, like, Simpsons area part of the park. Um, and I know the one in California does, too. The one in California has, like, a has like a Duff Brewery, like, restaurant and, um, and stuff. So I'm so really surprised that that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, so, I mean, if you were... If I was Universal and you were Disney and you came up to me and was like, hey, I'll trade you the Simpsons for Marvel superhero rights, mm-hmm. what would you do? Would you, would you take that deal, or would you... Um... Yeah, I think by the way that they're using them, I would do it. 
I don't, because to me, I don't see where they're really making a lot of money off of this. Well, Universal's making a lot of money off of the superhero rights right now. Um, Disney's making all of the money off of it with the movies and stuff like that. I think that would probably be the best trade. Plus, it gives you your entire catalog of The Simpsons that you have a whole portion of both parks have that in there. Yeah. So, maybe Disney will buy Harry Potter and force a trade that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's why, long story short, they'll never, until they make an agreement or to Universal, just in there. Messes the kick up, <laughs> screws the pooch is the word I was looking for. On the uh, with the Marvel properties that there will never be a Iron Man meet and greet or Spider Man meet and greet. Gotcha. The only other theme park at Disney owns that is caught by these is Disney Tokyo, because Universal Tokyo is a Spider Man ride, so Disney Tokyo cannot have Spider Man in it. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. I've never been to Disney Tokyo. Me neither. I think I want to go to Shanghai, though, instead of Tokyo. Yeah, now they don't have Spider-Man. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that will carry us to Hong Kong Disneyland. <sighs> I like Hong Kong Disneyland. It looks so um, pretty. Right. <laughs> it was opened in 2005, and once it got there, they find my... No, I had written down here. Do 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 do. Once it got there, um, they had a Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Like you know, every part was for most part every single um, Disney thing overseas mm-hmm. is a clone of like the Spoken Hub, right? Like Disney designs. Um, so in twenty seventeen. Hong Kong approved a multi-year expansion of Hong Kong Disneyland, adding two new lands, Arendelle, Frozen, ah. and a Stark Expo. Oh, God. Um, so, Stark Expo. Man, I cannot find my notes. Good Lord. It's actually, you know, it's going to be Stark-themed, mm-hmm. but it is going to be taking the place near Tomorrowland, over there. That's smart designing right there. Right? Um, Yeah. So they'll be taking that place. So yeah, so Hong Kong actually had, in 2017, the Iron Man experience, which is the the first ever Marvel themed Mm -hmm. ride at Disney Park. Okay. So it's fit is set at the expo. Um, Tony Stark is recruiting guests to fend off extraterrestrial beings that are attacking Tokyo. Oh! So it's a 3D motion simulator. It can hold about two thousand people per um, per hour. Okay, that's a lot. And it's um, a newer generation model of what the Star Tours use. Okay, so it's that kind of ride. Um, you know, Hydra launches an attack on the city led by Arnim Zola. Force Tony to don Iron Man armor and fight the menace along the Iron Wing. As they enter, they learn about the history of Howard Stark um, before meeting Tony Stark. Um, the ride, you know, they get on the simulator. It's called the Iron Wing. Oh, okay. and Jarvis helps them. Um, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing, and I don't want to keep reading it and spoil it. <sighs> okay, now I really want to go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, on the way out, there's an interactive Become Iron Man experience in the shop. Um, you know, <sighs> themed merchandise. 
and all that kind of stuff. On March 2019, another Marvel thing opened there. Ant-Man and Wasp Nano Battle. Nano? Ooh, okay, this sounds cool. Right, it's a shooting dark ride. It's the exact same ride layout and ride system as your favorite ride. Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin? Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Oh, God, yes! As soon as you said it's a shooting dark ride, that's the first thing I thought of was Buzz Lightyear. Well, it's the Astro Blasters. Okay. So, basically the same thing. Gotcha. Um, You know, it's been updated, obviously. They redid the whole outside the building to be a shield science and technology pavilion. Oh, that's cool. So you enter it and it's, you know, at the Stark Expo still, um, they're discovering inventions led are showcased by shield. Once again, <laughs> they learn the pavilion is under attack by, uh, Arnim Zola and his army of swarm bots. So it's kind of happening at the same time as the Iron Man ride is happening. Right. Um, you can also view stuff from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including like the gun that Coulson used to shoot Loki with in the Avengers. Where oh. like, that's what that does. Ah, um, that's cool. Yeah, you know it has and actually has the actual people. Paul Rudd is Ant Man. Evangeline Lilly is the uh, Wasp. Mm-hmm. Arnim Zola is the guy from Captain America. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty pretty exciting. Let's actors stay busy then. Right. Put on that many shows a day. <laughs> <laughs> Disney owns them, I guess. <laughs> so the whole time this is happening, back home in America, Disneyland has started to want to retheme Tower of Terror. Right. But it's in California Adventure, and it's just there. And somebody, I forgot who it was, probably Joe Rody or somebody, mm-hmm, was you. like, oh, we should do Garden of the Galaxy themed. Mm-hmm. So they shut down Tower of Terror, and they turn it into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Exact same ride, except now it's based to the music. Mm-hmm. So when you get on it, there's like six songs that play. You get choice of one of six different songs that impact your ride. Okay. Which is, you know, terrifying and cool at the same time. Because <laughs> if you're like me and look it up, which ones are the worst and the best ones? You know, best being the lamest, <laughs> worst being the most intense, and sit there. Um, and... We got lucky, and it was actually like the easy one, so I was excited. Because <laughs> I think um, "Burning Love" is the worst one from Elvis Presley. Really? Yeah. Because uh, we asked the guy, I looked it up, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, yeah, Burning Love's pretty intense. That one is free ride. Free. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, they come out want to take a free, free ride. ride. The best one is one of my favorite songs. Anyway, um, I want you back. Oh, okay. Which now you know, I instantly like. Clinch every time I hear that song now. <laughs> but that's what we got. And it was really cool. So, and depending on the song you hear, scenes are different. So, if you've ridden Tower of Terror at Disney World, you know, it's all open. All right. There's different elevator doors you can see out. So, this one, they replaced the doors with TV screens. So, so it's TV screens you go up. And the whole storyline is that the Guards of the Galaxy got captured by the Collector. Mm-hmm. He put them in places and he is going to you know, auction them off or whatever. Rocket breaks out because, you know, that's what Rocket does. But he needs our help. So you have to go in there to show up, but you have to use, have human hands to get into the building. Ah, so he makes cause... us hold his hands up, and they scan it, and he comes in. And he turns, and he plugs in the um, Walkman. Okay. So like, you can see, when you're sitting there, you see him, and like a, sil- a silhouette of him. And you see him like ripping out a thing and unplugging in the Walkman. The music starts. Uh-huh. Then you see him unplug the gravity. Oh, God. <laughs> so the whole thing is like the gravity is being turned on and off, on and off, on and off. <laughs> And that's what's when you go up and down, up and down, up and down. 
and you can only see it out at the very, very top, which maybe that's why I like it better, because okay. I can't see how high up I'm plunging the whole time. <laughs> I just, like, watch the thing. Um, but anyway, it's very fun to ride, and it's worth it. Also, that's outside of there is where I became an official Guardian of the Galaxy, and I was there for the race. Star-Lord called me out, and I came and danced with him and Groot. <laughs> so I'm officially part of the galaxy. You are welcome. I'll do my best to take this heavy oath as I did. But, um, when all these theme parks started opening, people started noticing stuff. Outside of Stark Expo, there was a yellow hatch with an Avengers A in it. Right. That was it. Just nobody saying anything about it. Just there. Um, when Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout opened, they put one beside it. And at certain times of the day, it wasn't on the schedule. It was random. Shield agents would come out with like Geiger counters and like mm-hmm. bio suits and all that stuff, and like inspect it and just leave. Okay. Yeah. So you can imagine probably how terrifying that would be the first time that happened. You didn't yes. know about it. Um. So yeah, I can definitely see myself running away <laughs> with people with Geiger counters. <laughs> and so at the D twenty three that year, I forgot what year it was, but they kind of hinted at the fact that you know they. We're going to try to connect all these theme parks together. So at D23 in 2019, so long ago, they announced that, hey, we're shutting down, um, we're shutting down a Bugs Land, which was basically a... It's a Bugs Life. Right. It's like Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little bit themed a little bit better, but now it's themed fantastically because it's Avengers themed. <laughs> but they shut it down. And they announced we're going to have more Avengers Campus coming here. Yeah. And this actually leads us to the Avengers Campus part of the conversation. <laughs> it's going to be opening, you know, like I said, in a couple days from now. Right. There's a Spider-Man ride. It's called uh, the World the World Engineering Brigade. Right. right. Web. Web. Uh, so in that one, as far as we know, no, it is actually you go and you shoot like spider webs from your hand, but there's no attachments. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, so I'm trying to figure out one. I want, I would really love to see like a behind the scenes on one, how they created it and stuff like that. And then the behind the scenes into like the technology and stuff that they have here. Right. It's called web slingers of Spider-Man adventure. Okay. Um, so spider bots break out and, you have to go and save the park or whatever. Tom Holland wrote it, and he said it was the most he's ever felt like Spider-Man. The guy played him. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also there, and you can see some of the uh, some of the pictures online. You can also do the. There's a sanctum. Santorum. Yep. That, I think, but outside of like the rides, that looks, to me, that's probably one of the coolest looking things besides that. And I think like, they have like the Avengers headquarters there, right? Yeah. With like the Quinjet. Quinjet. That's, I was about to call it a Learjet, and that definitely <laughs> would not have been right at all. Um, I think the ancient, ancient Sanctorum looks really cool to me. The, um, so the storyline is that recruits are invited to a school location. To uh, learn about how Doctor Strange and learn how to discover the ancient ruins and see for themselves to more, more know about the Orb of Cal- Caliglisto, or however you say it. <laughs> the, I think this will be another, you know, there's some places that are 
automatically cooler at night. Yeah. Like Pandora at nighttime, it's like breathtaking. Yeah. Um, I would think this would be one of those situations. Yeah. Um, just the pictures I saw, the globe, the, the orb looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it has a very good chance of being really cool, <laughs> cool. at night. Uh, when, you know, when we go in 20 or D23 next year, we'll see it. Hopefully, it'll be everything we've done by then. Um, but yeah, the Avengers headquarters is going to be there, which is going to be a ride. And then Avengers Quinjet Experience, which will take you in and out of Wakanda, okay. is going to be like a phase two opening. Yeah. Yes, excited. <laughs> As you were talking about earlier, there's a ton of restaurants in it. There's Pim's Test Kitchen. Yeah, that that's the one restaurant that I'm looking the most um, forward to. Um, or, yeah, I think it's the only restaurant that they've got announced. But I'm looking forward to it because of the play that they're doing off of it. They're doing they're mix matching sizes on foods and stuff. I'm, I'm really excited for that one. Yep, and there's gonna be you know retail stores there. Yeah, you can the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I thought the collector shop and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the sky is really limit with this and it's hard to talk about it without actually going to see it. So, you know, thanks COVID for not letting me go see it when it opens. <laughs> I've already told Courtney, you know, when we go see Avengers campus, that might be the last time we go to Disneyland for a while, but then we started this podcast so we can do it at D23. So it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what are you looking forward to most about Marvel and the Marks? Um, uh, just there. Uh, so obviously, um, Avengers Campus is probably the, the go-to. But I'm looking forward to seeing um, if they can pry away from Universal Studios, so then we can have something on the East Coast. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to see like some of the Avengers in in Disney. Um, whether that's whether they like redo like Future World or, or something at Epcot and redo it like like the Stark Expo or something. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, and it would fit with the with the Epcot theme. Exactly. Like you'd have like an expo and it'd be Stark themed and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that to me would probably, that's probably what I would most like to see. Um, that and then um, some sort of Deadpool ride. <laughs> this is going to say a Deadpool meet and greet, don't God, you? God, yes. And we all know Ryan Reynolds would be the one who would dress up like him and just go around and oh, around right. For sure. Like, no. Oh, Johnny sure. Depp does it on Pirates. You, you know no. Ryan Reynolds will do it in he's, a park. He's still got the suit from the first movie. Come right. on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited about, and one thing we haven't mentioned yet, they have a Spider-Man animatronic that swings from, yes. <laughs> from roof to roof. I'm tr- I've, well, I haven't thought too deeply about it, but when I when you, when you we talk <laughs> about it, it, I try to rack my brain. like, how does this work? I'm just sitting here picturing like you know those like uh like MIT robot videos where it's like the the robot trying to walk and it like takes one step and it just falls over. Right? <laughs> I'm like, how are you doing this? Um, and so that's suppose that's how Spider Man will go into the meet and greet. Like you know when they when Spider Man goes to take his break or whatever, he'll swing out and then he'll swing back in when he's back. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Taskmaster, Taskmaster yeah. will be there. Um, they'll have like random fights with okay. people around. Um. And the people who, the cast members who play these characters are fantastic. They're character yeah. the whole time. The, uh, we met with Loki, I think, and I had a Thor medal on. And oh. it's, it's, it actually has two sides. One of them is a Thor medal, one is a Loki medal. I, I had the Loki, Courtney had the Thor, and he was not a fan of that. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, same thing with, you know, Thor was next, and he was not happy with the Loki medal on. <laughs> We met Spider-Man. Captain Marvel was there. Okay. Um, 
So I think this adds another level of immersion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not hopefully not immersion breaking, <laughs> but it adds a level of immersion. And like I said, I'm just super excited between that and all kinds of drinks. Who knows what kind of fun drinks they'll have there? Exactly. That'll, that's the one thing I look that um, the food um, and stuff like that. I, I love it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for D23 next year so you can experience it. Yeah. Because so you get to experience Trader Sam's the first time. And yeah. We'll be going. I think that'd be the best part. When we go to D23 next year, before we go, we'll have me and Courtney and Ross and Maggie will sit down and we'll ask them what they're most excited for, all that kind of thing. And yeah. we get there, after we come back, we'll be like, hey, what was different? What, <laughs> what didn't you think you would like? What did you like? That kind of thing. It'd be a good, be good content, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to add about Marvel and theme parks? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I I love the Marvel movies. I love. I'm I'm hoping that something, and that's one of my predictions for this year, is that the person that comes in to replace Joe Rody will make an announcement and, and try to do more and bring more Marvel to um, the parks, especially to Disney World, um, since Disneyland's getting a whole. Avengers Campus, so maybe we'll maybe we'll finally be able to see, or they'll announce uh, plans for a fifth gate in the near future. I'm really December. pumped about the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disney Epcot. Yeah, because I think that could be they'd be still working on it. We don't really know a lot about it, mm-hmm. but um, I think if I was Disney, I'm like you know what, you keep Iron Man, keep Spider Man, whatever. We're gonna go all in on Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's cool that that not only for that that they've had the director that's done the movies, he's also over helping oversee the ride as well. Right, all the different uh, videos for the ride and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that is <laughs> hopefully they don't kill off any Guardians <laughs> in the third movie. That's the rumor that they're kill everybody off, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and one thing I forgot to mention: all of these the Marvel theme park universe runs parallel to the MCU until it gets to the blip. In the Marvel theme park universe, the in-game Infinity War never happened. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So there's all, I don't know how they are going to tie in Sam Wilson being Captain America with that because that's kind of heavily dependent on um, the blip happening. Yep. <laughs> but, um, but yes, that's, that's what they're saying anyway, that it diverges at the point where the blip happens. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, well, what's your final thoughts about the Harkness? Um, I like it. I think it's, I think for our first try at making a cocktail, it's not a bad, it's not a bad try. I think it's a good one. Um, I I know we've had, I would say this is definitely not the best drink we've ever had, but it's also definitely not even close to the worst. Right. It's not the worst. We did the math earlier and we've had, I think 5% of our drinks have been bad. It's only a two out of 38. So that's not terrible. Yeah. And they were both those margaritas. <laughs> yeah, God, those margaritas were horrible. Um, yeah, I like it. I think it's it's a it's a decent solid. It's a solid drink. Yeah, solid. I say it's good. I just don't like it. But it's not because it's bad. I just don't like it. Uh, well, that's gonna be it for us here today. Um, be sure to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. The works. Yep. <laughs> um, be sure to subscribe to us on whatever you listen to the podcast on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are already subscribed to us, unlike us and re-like us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be sure to leave us reviews. We love reviews. Um, send us emails. You know, if it's good mail, it's Cody at DrinkingAroundDisney.com. If it's bad, it's Ross at DrinkingAroundDisney.com. Yep, I'll take the bad mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's a winning lottery ticket, that's Cody no, no, at DrinkingAroundDisney.com. Uh, sorry, it's Ross. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, thank you for listening to us, and we will catch you here next time on Drinking Around Disney.